This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. There is something I cannot solve. I need to get some help. My boyfriend just can't get it up. Is it something with myself? I must figure this out now. And I know just what to do. Send an email to chicken and here from if I were you. If I were you, gotta help them. They will help me. And preserve it on That was Elise. Elise? With, with a Pokemon parody cover. Gotta help them all. How many of, the, of our theme songs written by our talented fans reference the fact that we're two Jews? I think 60% of them. That must be More. the longest running joke on our show because bits come and go. There was Starbucks. There was Matt Damon. There was yeah. the Game Boy, there was John Wolfe. Right, and those still surface from time to time. But the two Koi Jews... Yeah, for whatever reason, has withstood the test of time. Right. I guess it's because it's describing us, the host, and we've been hosting the show the whole entire time. Oh, that's cool. How would you describe us? We're two Jews. Yeah, two Jews talking. Yeah. So, unlike the other podcast. show, yeah, two Jews talking. Um, I forgot to ask, in reference to last week's episode... Uh, I did that Drake impression, which you right. seem to really like. Yeah. The one where Drake was asking uh, one of his friends to, to be, be his wallet. wallet. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the show, you never gave out um, the golden mic for best podcaster that episode. And so I was wondering if you had given that. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I see where you're going, and I hesitate to even bring it up. Right. Well, I didn't want to make a thing of it, but I, obviously I won, I won the golden mic that episode. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. I, of course, won the golden mic that episode. You did like the impression. I liked the impression. You don't get the golden mic for an impression. That's not even a, an original joke. You just did a, you pretended, you you impersonated somebody. Yeah, but you know, took in on a his funny, persona. Yeah, in a funny way, I thought. It was thought. actually, it was a case of identity theft. And for that, you got the turdy. <laughs> Because that's illegal, bub. <laughs> so, uh, so right. it, yeah. What it, yeah. It was a stolen identity. Do you, 
<laughs> and I, I giggled throughout, but obviously I was concerned that you were trying to steal Drake's person. No. Yeah. I would, what? No way. Right. So that's a charity. <laughs> Do you remember what you did to get the... Um... <laughs> the microphone the golden microphone trophy <laughs> uh you know i i think it was it was more of an it was an all-around it was an all-around performance that episode so it wasn't a specific joke it wasn't a specific joke sometimes sometimes the game ball just goes to the best team player you know yeah you don't have to hit a home run every episode yeah and sometimes i just would I, you sometimes... say my drake thing was a home run though or no just... I, I think it was I Stole think it was, identity theft. Yeah, there was identity identity theft. <sighs> All right. Well, hey, there's and always will, this episode, <laughs> which because you should we never consider. have ever like rehashed an episode. Like, I won't dole out the turdy now, but like <laughs> I don't even want you to think about it. Let's just yeah. start. Let's. Well, how do like you don't want me to think about it? You brought it up as the first thing you talked about. Let's pretend I didn't say anything. I was just curious because you didn't bring it up. I didn't bring didn't it up because I felt bad episode. at this point because I've. I th- I, how many episodes have we done? Like 390-something now? Yeah, in the late 380s, I think. Okay. Like, that's... Yeah, it was 389th or whatever. I, we sometimes bank these. I just, like... I can't even count all my all my golden mics at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool, though. I don't win every single one. Ben Schwartz uh, took it home at the last show. <laughs> that's pretty neat. That's that's what actually two two on his mantle that was two episodes ago he he called half of a foreskin a two skin, two skin. which don't laugh because that's exactly what i said classic <laughs> classic schwartz <laughs> all right well let's let's see what i can do this episode i feel like i'll try to be a you're already player. trending into turdy territory with the rehashing <laughs> and i won't i won't even bring it up sorry for even bringing it up it's fine uh suggestion from super producer mars is uh, a little table of contents to start the show of course this is if i were you the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us uh jake and amir uh these are four questions that we found i'm gonna tell them to you right now just to keep people's uh yeah. interest peaked right peak so our interest we got a question about a fantasy basketball mishap mm-hmm. we got a question about a rude dude that left a guy nearly nude Whoa. We got a question about casual sex with a millionaire. Oh. And we got a question about falling for a coworker despite the fact that this person is in a relationship. Interesting. Uh, so that's what we have coming up. Now, what happens if we, like, go long on the millionaire sex question? We now don't we're get on to the, the hook. Yeah, now we're right. on the hook to answer So maybe we're just like, we didn't get to the relationship coworker thing. We'll answer that first first up next time. Or Because that's like a cliffhanger. People come Oh, back. that's even better. I was going to say, let's try to answer it super quickly. Oh, that's... How about you decide the order? Which one do you want to answer first? Oh, interesting. So I decide the table of contents. Yeah, that's the contents. But you decide the order in which it'll unfold. Right. Well, the table of contents sort of implies the order. Okay. So it's not quite a table of contents. That's this is just content. <laughs> so I'm really a turd. <laughs> I'm giving you... All right, fine. I'll, do, I'll go in reverse order, which I said it then, if that'll mean that I don't get the turd. <laughs> sure. That I, you, don't, you don't get the... If you correct yourself and do reverse order right now, you will not get the turdy this episode. I don't really care, but all right, here we go. You don't care about the words. I do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just want to make sure you care. I'm falling for a coworker. Let's give this lady a name. It could be any name at all. It could be the name of a person in Cheryl. your life. Cheryl. That's your oldest good. friend, your coworker from another era. That's right. She's 50. Cheryl Wright. At writes. this point, she's got to be 53. Yeah, well, more 54? than that for aging her appropriately. That episode was like six, seven years old, I would think. Jesus. Cheryl's 36? 
Um, oh, wow. All I right. mean, 56? <laughs> yeah, at least. All right. Hi, Amir and Jake. I put Amir's name in first because he's hotter, funnier, smarter, and deserves the golden mic. Jake can eat a freaking seed. I'm kidding. You're both the goat. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Your fists I, got so, like, I, balled up when I was saying the first part of that. That's... You got genuinely mad. That's crazy. And then she said she's kidding that we're both the goat. Yeah. And it's like, I could see you psyching yourself down off that ledge. Right. No, yeah. I'm like steaming. <laughs> Still. Yeah. I'm about to word you the fucking tur- turn <laughs> for that. I'm reading the email. You have to read that part of it. <laughs> you don't I'm... have to read every single word in the email. Do you always read every word of the email or just yeah. the stuff that hurt me? No, I'm, re- I'm going to read the whole thing. I'm 22 years old and I've been with my boyfriend for five years. Over the course of these five years, I've had an odd crush or two, but it was always minor and went away within a couple weeks or days. Well, recently, I started a new job, and one of my coworkers came up to introduce himself, and I immediately felt something. My heart started racing, and the butterflies in my stomach began to flutter. I've never felt this way about someone before, not even my current boyfriend. Of course, I would never act upon these feelings while in a relationship, but I also don't want to be the type who leaves their significant other for the sole reason of pursuing something new. I honestly have no idea what to do. I literally cannot stop thinking about him, though. Every time someone mentions his name, my heart palpitates and I blush. I wish I could gush about him to my friends, but obviously that would be fucked up. He also doesn't know that I have a boyfriend and I don't want him to, as to not sever my chance with him, which is dangerous territory. I feel awful about this and I need ways to deal with these feelings. What would you guys do if you were in my situation? Thanks a lot. That's very... Okay. It's tough. It's scary. I don't know. Like, what do you... I'm curious what you think. You're more of a, you're a level-headed, steady-as-she-goes type guy. Yeah. I mean, if if it were me, and it has been me, I just sort of suppress the crush and deal with my relationship. But have you ever had a crush like this with, like, heart palpitations? No. And, like, butterflies at the mention of someone's name? No. I think, I'm maybe I'm a romantic, but I feel like if, there's definitely, like, you know, you get like, oh, this person's cute. Like the mini crushes. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I can recognize what's a mini crush and a fleeting crush and what's a, like... What's a, a fe- real like, deal. Yeah, what's a feeling that you should chase? If you've never even felt like that about your boyfriend and you feel like that about this guy, like love at first sight, is yeah. that is it's, that not worth pursuing? I feel it, like it is. Yeah, it's tough because you you have to like break up with your boyfriend and then see if it's worth pursuing. But in theory, if, like, emotions and feelings weren't involved, you should just pursue this guy, see what happens, and then after a few months, then break up with your boyfriend. But that's considered cheating. Right. So that's the move that you cannot do. The The safe one is just hide your boyfriend until you're sure you can be with this guy, then go be with this guy. But, But that, like, is wrong. Obviously. Yeah. And I, But I also think it's wrong to try to forget it and stay with your boyfriend and not be fully committed. I feel like you don't necessarily have these feelings, not to this degree, not with this level of intensity, unless you just straight up shouldn't be in a relationship. Oh, like, I see. I'm not saying that this guy is the one that needs to be the reason you break up with your boyfriend so you can be with this guy. Yeah. But I think that like the intensity of these feelings, that you can have them, means that your the relationship you've been in for five years has run its course. It also what's next. 
well, two things. One, she's 22 years old, so I kind of want to just say, yeah, break up with your boyfriend. It's been five years, right. and it's... now start a new one. And then two, it's like, it's not like if she breaks up with her boyfriend and it pursues this crush, he can, he might not be interested in her. Right. So it's weird to like break up with someone and be like, all right, I'm, wi- I'm willing to date you now. And he's like, oh, I'm not interested. And then you're like, shit. Totally. I agree. You can never break up with somebody for a crush, but I think that you can have a crush that makes you second guess your relationship and decide to be single. Because what you're really, what she's desiring here is like, I I don't want him to find out I have a boyfriend. I want him to think I'm single. The only way to accomplish that is to be single. So you're saying. If you want to be available, like all you can do is be available for this guy. But the employment equivalent is like, should I, I got a new job uh, interview. Should I quit my job and interview? Or would you be like, no, keep interviewing and then wait until there's a job offer? Should she stay in this relationship and see if this guy gives her a relationship offer? That's different, Amir. That's different because her boyfriend doesn't give her dental, does he? (laughs) He gives her mental. (laughs) That's right, a headache. I think you should stay at a job that you don't like even if you have a job interview if you've got friggin' dental. Of course, dental. You're getting insurance if you've got a paycheck. I think that's better than like quitting everything to pursue your passion and then you know screwing yourself by going broke or not having health insurance but what about this is there like a half measure where it's like let me take it a step further to see if this guy's even interested in me what if he has a girlfriend would you still break up with your boyfriend is there like a non-cheating way you can can continue the crush just to see get get some more information yeah a break i think i mean it depends how honest you feel like you can be with your boyfriend but maybe you could say like i have feelings for somebody i don't know what's going on but i think we need a break so i can see what's What's what? Yeah, What's but Gucci. The, but then you feel but you bad have to for be like, guy. I like, I want to break so I can fuck this guy at work, and then I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll see if, if I got it out of my system, or if he's so hot, I need to continue doing it. It's all God. It's so sad for a boyfriend or for anybody to just like get dumped so they can fuck somebody, and then like it doesn't work. Come and then they come back, and they're like, actually, I will be with you, and they're like a little sad. They're like, what's wrong, babe? It's like, oh, nothing. I'm sorry. It's like, no, it's okay. And then you're like consoling somebody, not knowing that you're consoling them because they're sad because they couldn't <laughs> fuck someone that wasn't you. Or another way to look at it is, oh, they're 22. This this couple can break up. She can date this guy. She can date another guy. And then like five or six years down the line, get yeah. back together. That's a very common story too. Totally. And I think that's plenty healthy. Like I, I now being like married, I almost like I'm – I'm happy that every that like I didn't stay with somebody for like all of my twenties that I that like both of us had other relationships and stuff. There like there's not a lot of like questions left out there. Right. You figured out what you needed through the other relationships. Right. So don't settle down with this first guy that you met at age seventeen. Break up, experience heartache, experience a new relationship or not. Right. And then if and I'd caveat that by saying it's fine to settle down with somebody that you've been with forever if you're happy. Like, if he still get, but like the idea of this, uh, your current guy still giving you butterflies and all this stuff seems unsustainable. Right. I don't. I don't think that like somebody you've been with for five years is still going to give you butterflies. But there are other feelings that creep in that prevent you from having heart palpitations at the sight of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's one. That's interesting. If you like. If you're in a fully happy, joyful, committed, lovely relationship, can you still get butterflies from a crush? Yeah. Is every know. relationship uh, cr- uh, not crush-worthy, but uh, is every relationship, regardless of how good it is, 
not good enough to prevent against a crush because a crush yeah. is so exciting. I, well, I think there's no such thing as love because every relationship could be broken up by Scarlett Johansson or Jake Gyllenhaal. Those two people. Just, yeah, sure. Just like, as like yeah, yes. That'd they be a could, cool uh, game show. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to test my relationship with someone. So like, I love my girlfriend. Let's see how strong our relationship is. So in the game show, Jake Gyllenhaal hits on her at a coffee shop. Right. They have an amazing conversation. He says, this is nuts, but can I take you out to a coffee? Can I go on a date yeah. with you? And it sort of tests her. Right. And if she, <laughs> if she says no, then I know she is truly the one. <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal can marry us. And if she right. says so yes, I, I emerge from a one-way mirror right. and I break up with that And if person. she says no, then Jake Gyllenhaal says, good, I'm ordained and I'm going to conduct your marriage now. And <laughs> then she finds out that you are a guy that, Put that her on went a on a game show, show to have your relationship Test tested by Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> she would probably break up with you or at least not want to marry you. And then maybe <laughs> it ends with her going on a real date with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. That's cool. It's a and movie. Then, it's, not a, the, it's not a game <laughs> show. It's a movie idea. To trademark us. And then the, the female, the male equivalent is the Scarlett Johansson. Right. Do you remember our first movie idea? All Dogs Go to Kevin? Yeah. I feel like we could talk about it because it was bad and nobody would ever make it. Right? Yeah. I think we have talked about it on the have show. Have we? We've yeah. talked about All Dogs Go to Kevin? Maybe so. You can you can give us a quick elevator pitch if you want. Our agents asked us to come up with a movie pitch so they could like send us out on general meetings. And we went back with uh, All Dogs Go to Kevin. Uh, it was a rom-com about a guy named Kevin <laughs> whose job it was uh, to kill dogs and make it look like an accident uh, when, when people... Like when their, a dad put their dog down, but didn't couldn't uh, euthanize the dog. Yeah, it's like if you grew up with a dog that was annoying, you couldn't. It's the equivalent of saying, "Oh, he moved to a farm upstate." Right. You want to get rid of the dog, so you hire Kevin to kill the dog. That way, you're not the bad guy in front of your kids. Yes, exactly. You didn't take the the dog to the vet to put it down. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin came and and killed the dog. It's he was like, a dog assassin. Yeah, it's like in most movies you want to save the cat moment, a moment where our hero saves a cat mm -hmm. to make him like irredeemably a hero in the story. Right. He's this just is this the guy's opposite. a bad, a, just a full on bad. Yeah, guy. this is a kill the dog moment. Well, he's, <coughs> but all of these dogs were like, they need, you know, it's a it's a mercy sometimes to kill a dog. Yeah, like they're sick and the dad didn't want to pay for surgery. Well, that's that. I mean, no spoilers. You got to pay for the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin will do that sometimes. And sometimes I feel like Kevin I, will kill the dog. I really feel like I'm going to get added to death here. So just don't do that. But yeah, just know we didn't end up going through with the movie. But no, I have another opinion. Oh. I, I, sometimes, like when I, I've been like passively interested in looking and uh, adopting a dog. Passively interested in looking at. So Sorry, you're not passive, even fully interested. No, I'm looking, in looking. No, I am looking. Passively interested in adopting. So I'll like look on Pet Finder. I'll send links to my wife. I'll talk about maybe going to a meetup where we adopt a dog, but then then I don't go. <laughs> Why? Because I am nervous for about the actual commitment. But I feel like sometimes I see on these like Pet Finder things, like this dog is really good, but it needs uh, medicine five times a day and it has to like walk around on these wheels thing. <laughs> like th at a certain point, are you like, why are we even, why are you even trying? <laughs> these dogs should absolutely go to Kevin. <laughs> they don't deserve my like, love. If they're, if they're in this bad shape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just keep talking. Try to get yourself out of this. You're saying sick dogs don't deserve to be adopted because no. nobody can love them? 
No, no, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that because I'm worried about coming off as wrong. But like, literally, I, a dog with a broken foot should not be a dog. I I accept the turdy. I'll take the turdy. Oh my god! I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it should be one of those inside thoughts that never come out, let yeah. alone into a microphone. I really shouldn't have said it. In uh, fact, I, the only way to fully make up for it is to adopt said dog. No. Can you imagine you with a cute little boy that needs? Medicine five times a day in a wheelchair. That's just a lot. I know, but it's cute, right? It's really sweet. It's really good. And everyone should do it. <laughs> and if you need me, I'll be at a fucking puppy mill cranking out French bulldogs. I'm adopting eight and starting a breeder. All right. Next question. Right. Casual sex with a millionaire. Ooh. That's right. Casual sex. Actually, this is kind of a long one. So let's take a break right now. We'll thank some sponsors. We'll come back. And we will get to three more questions, guaranteed. Promise. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. 
fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a lesson the fight. <laughs> yeah, you know, do you remember that uh, that commercial that I directed for V8? Yes. Why wasn't I invited to be in it? Um, to be in it? I wanted to be the lead right. instead of Ken Jong. Well, he's more famous and more funny and talented and better and um And I get nicer, that kinder. to an extent. A real professional. But could they get role. could they get him though? They did get him. They did. Yeah. All right. And I bet like they would have chosen him even was if they I had to cons- pay him more and you were doing it for free. Was I considered to you be were an never understudy for the role? Okay. Okay, so what about that one then? Um, they made a bunch of hangover kits, and apparently there are still some left, and somebody texted me, and uh, they're these cool kits, and you can actually just get them for free. All you have to do is go to drkenapproved.com. And it sounds like this is a, just a straight-up advertisement, but I really think it's just a little hack. You can get these free kits. Interesting. Yeah, so I've been trying to tell everybody. drkenapproved.com. It comes with an eye mask. That's it comes pretty- with a neck pillow. Oh. It's like... There's kind of real shit in there. It's like stuff you get first class on a plane. Yeah, And exactly. they can get it for free. And they ship it right to you, and there's a sticker of Ken Jong on the box, and I think that's fun. That's pretty cool. Yes. All right, cool. What's that URL again? DrKenApproved.com, baby. Slash us? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Did you just go to the URL? No, I was just hoping that I was involved in some way. Oh, yeah. You want to... If you want to start directing commercials with me, I would love that. No, I don't want to direct commercials as much as I do want to star in them. You want to be the spokesperson for everything that I do. Yeah, but I don't want to be on the hook to be like a brand ambassador either. So like I want that's like the entirety of what the job would be. Right. So I want to be like, oh, Coca-Cola wants Amir to whatever. So they send him a check for $180,000. And then in so doing, I'm... In, in some fucked up way, a uh, 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 spokesman for this shit, even though it's pretty much sugar water that's rotting people's teeth. So sorry. So you want to get the cash <laughs> from Coca-Cola, even though you are seeming, seemingly taking a pretty hard stance against them. Yeah, or McDonald's or whatever. Basically, Why any- do you want the cash from these places that you don't like? like I, they're fine. They're, they're fine. fine. You said... Coca-Cola was sugar water that was rotting people's teeth. I, I imagine you were going to say something disparaging about McDonald's. Well, it's not healthy. It's not healthy? No, it's not good for you. And you want to be a brand ambassador. You want $180,000 from them. <laughs> when you say 180000 do you think you could actually get that much? <laughs> 
For you, I don't think so because you don't even have a concept of how a commercial would work. I want to be. Uh, I want to be. You there. can't be a brand ambassador if you are going to talk shit about them. Who came up with "Na na 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 na"? I'm loving it. I don't know. Agency executives that work for <laughs> McDonald's. Got it. I thought it was like Justin Timberlake, and he was making money on the back end. The back end. He made money on the front end. You think he was getting a piece of every Big Mac they sold that I year? think he was getting a quarter for every pounder. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> good enough? I already took the dirty, man. <laughs> the Golden Mike's yours this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. That's historical. Your first one. How does it feel? Uh, I honestly don't know what to say slash expect. I mean, can I sell the thing? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? I want to sell the award, the trophy for it to the highest bidder. I want to turn it into money for me to have it in a way. (laughs) You can sell your goddamn turdy for that. (laughs) To disrespect the, the sacrosanct golden mic. What? That is... It's sacrilegious, bud. <laughs> the golden mic is now mine for the episode. Oh my god! The turdy becomes yours. You can. You tried it. to hawk the golden mic. <laughs> yeah. Instantly too. <laughs> you didn't money. even have an acceptance speech. Your acceptance speech was, "How can I sell the bitch?" Mine was an acceptance speech spelled E X C E P T A N C E. Except, can I sell it? Yeah. And that speech. joke just earned you the turdy. So how about we both have the turdy and nobody gets the golden mic? For the for my dog slander, I'll I'll accept it. So two turdies, no mic. We'll see what I can do by the end of the episode. <laughs> All right, here we go. Casual sex with a millionaire writes. We'll call this guy Justin Timberlake. I've been talking to this very attractive girl, and we've hit it off really well. She is currently working in a luxury retail where she meets a lot of wealthy people. Basically, I found out the other day that she has been having casual sex with a very very rich older man, and he recently cut things off with her because he found someone who was more age-appropriate. This information left me feeling some type of way. First off, I'm a virgin, so I feel inexperienced in that regard, and second, I've probably never amount to having the type of money that this and power this dude had had. Basically, I feel like a huge loser, and I don't think this I'm worth this girl's time. Any advice on anything would be great. I just really needed to vent and get an outsider perspective on this. We're 21, and the big fish is 43. Big fish. That's right. Wait, so he, a girl he likes is just having cu- casual sex? No, she cut. <laughs> she was, and then the guy cut it off with her because he found someone more age-appropriate. And he's like, I'm a loser to you because you were got just got cut off by a rich man. Does he is he dating her or is he what's his relationship to, to the girl? Uh he's been talking to a very attractive girl and they hit it off. Got it. So his self esteem is just really low because this girl used to fuck a rich older guy. And he's like, Who am I to follow him? <laughs> the rich I, older man. This is it's so fucking it's awesome. so fucking silly, but I think we should start a GoFundMe for this dude. <laughs> what? Like you're saying we raise cash so he becomes a millionaire too? If we do like a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter, like what other I feel like every other cause out there is worse. So this what's the cause exactly? How would you explain it to us? To stranger? make him feel like more of a big shot. <laughs> to make him feel like he's worth a damn. To build him up. 
stand on the shoulders of giants so he can feel tall and big and rich and powerful. He's already so at, he can win the day. He's already talking to this girl and they've hit it off really well. Yeah, but they've they'll only hit it off in so much as a little <laughs> wiener man can hit it off that doesn't have any cash. <laughs> I guess if his wallet's both... not as big as his cock. <laughs> And his guy. cock's not as big as his heart. We have to fill his cock and his wallet with cash. Well, he's 21. his heart with coins. We can only wait until he's 43. So that by that time, we can't change his age, but we, we can change his, his sense of self-worth. This guy, for whatever reason, thinks he's a loser, and he doesn't think he's worth this girl's time, even you're though this girl's giving him time. You're trying to change his sense of self-worth. You're, gonna, you're trying to like adjust his re... Is like, his persona, yeah, non grata. That's right. And I'm trying to ad- adjust his station. Yeah, I'm taking actual <sighs> steps here. I feel like you're just working on the symptoms and you're not fixing the underlying issue. Because if he has cash, he'll find another reason to feel like a loser. What would he, he? How on earth would he feel like a loser if he had cash? He should get a nose job. That exactly. So if he. <laughs> If he has cash and then he's like, oh, everything's good except for my nose sucks. He should get cash, a nose job. Nose job. Easy. Even if his nose is small, you can always get, get it bigger. bigger. Yeah. Or yeah. just different. Just if a he different wants to get nose a, to have. With enough money, you could give yourself a fucking beak. How's get, that? That'll set you apart. Can a billionaire have two freaking noses? A billionaire can have as many noses as he wants. He could have fucking feathers on his ass. That's cool. He could have blades on his dick. And he can stick one of his noses up at society and still have one left over to smell the fucking roses. Yeah. Uh, you, could put a, you could put a rose on your ass. <laughs> why? <It's>, all right. <laughs> you put a <laughs> like nose a on your ass. A what? A nose on your ass. No, so but you why s- a rose on your ass? <laughs> you said, no, because earlier you said a feather in your ass. I said feather on your ass and a nose on your ass. So you can smell the smell of your own farts. <laughs> why the feather? Because <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You have a fucking billion dollars. I don't fucking answer to anybody. You're angry. I have a nose on my yeah. ass. <laughs> a nose on my knee. I feel like you have more of an issue. I have with a yourself. nipple nose. Yeah, than this guy. And a belly button. This nose. guy's already coming off as a pretty low self esteem man who thinks he's a huge loser for no apparent reason. And you're Other yelling than at somebody him to get a nose on his ass and a feather on his ass. That'll fix it. No. Your only concern with this other guy that you do not know is that he has a million dollars, and so many people in the world have lots of money. Like, it just seems, like, uh, detrimental to compare yourself to to everyone. Let alone with... ex-girl, ex-men in her life, not even current men. Yeah. I mean, there's, I feel like once people are broken up, <coughs> what do you, what it's even left to be jealous about? They're not together. Also, she's interested in you. You're, you don't say that sh- she doesn't like you or respect you if she is liking and respecting you. Right. It's, and it's such a dead-end road to be like, somebody you used to hook up with makes me jealous. Like, that's not a thing that's happening anymore. So get over yourself. Enjoy this lady. If she's liking you, then you are worth it. Your house is worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. So your worth is whatever that she's willing to tell to you pay, that you're to worth. To give you money. Oh, you could ask her for money. For Great the, call. For the feather so, the ass. Yeah. So Just, you're worth a damn, especially if she'll give you cash. How about you shove a chicken up your ass? Because then you got a little beak instead of a rosebud and then some feathers on your ass, which for whatever reason Jake thinks is an important thing to have. It's called peacocking, Bloomingfield. <laughs> it's called stick a feather in my ass and call it rice <laughs> 
How about this next question about a rude dude that left me cold in the early nude? Let's call him Yankee Doodle Dandy. Right. I'm an 18-year-old from the UK. Very ironic name for Yankee. <laughs> uh, he's currently on holiday in Tenerife, which I looked up is an island off the coast of Africa. Kind of like a Hawaii-type place. Cool. Last night, my three friends who I'm here with went out, and I decided to stay in because I was very tired, and I wanted to listen to the new Nad Pod. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, yeah, brother. At 1 a.m., the friend who I'm rooming with, let's call him John Wolf, came back with a girl. Pretty standard so far. What I'm actually pretty freaking cheesed about is is the severance package the Roach gave me. I had 10 seconds to put on some slides and retreat into the hallway. He assured me they were just stopping by for a bit and then heading out. Obviously, they were in there all night. And now Tenerife, Tenerife is a fairly warm place, but it gets quite chilly at night. As such, I was left shivering in the open air hallway in shorts for two hours until my friends got back and let me sleep in the crevice in between their two beds. I told John Wolf that he should have given me a little more time to leave and also that he should have told me that he wasn't going back out. Maybe he even should have asked my friends who were still out to give him their room key so that he can go to bed there. He said he'd probably do it again, and he did nothing wrong. That's right. My question is, how do I respond? Should I bring a girl back and lock him out before he can? He's the one who convinced me to stop sleeping around, so I also think he's fucking hypocritical or whatever. But he just got out of a long-term relationship, so I guess it makes sense. Should I leave to emphasize my point? I don't know why it hit me so hard. It's possible that I don't even have the right to be angry at him. To be completely honest, I'd probably do option one and bring a girl back here uh, before he could, but he's better looking, taller, and funnier than I am. (laughs) We got a lot of low self-esteem boys writing us in. This 18-year-old was sexiled, and he doesn't know how mad he should be about it. Yeah, how mad should he be? Would you say all's fair in love and floor that he had to sit, sleep on after two hours? I think the friend owes him an apology, but it's also the kind of thing where, like, it's it's only hurting you more if you, like, demand one, don't get it, and then you, like, continue down this downward spiral. So this friend says, I did nothing wrong and I would do it again. Do you just have to say, fine, I'm mad at you then? Yeah, I think you just got to be like, okay, that means you're an asshole. And then kind of, like, talk shit about it with other people. That's cool. Uh, maybe he'll, like hope that his reputation gets around and hurts him. Living well is the best revenge, but so is taking somebody down a peg, you know? Yeah. Like they say that living well is the best revenge, but I think like Having making, cash. like ruining someone's yeah. reputation <laughs> is actually really solid revenge too. So living well is probably number two behind living poorly and then smearing the name of somebody else. Oh, speaking of smearing, so living well is the best revenge, but the other, other than that, you could like take a shit in this guy's backpack. And that's better than living well. So taking that's like, a shit in someone's backpack is the best revenge. After that, it's living well. Living well. And I feel like if I took a shit in someone's <laughs> backpack, that's me living pretty goddamn large. Yeah, especially if you don't take credit for it. Right. You'd be like, Never. what the hell is that? Yeah. That's really fun. Like your backpack up. smells like shit, man. Oh my God, there's a log. <laughs> <laughs> there's a really big log in it. I'm serious, bro. Look at this. <laughs> and on the day you sexiled me <laughs> to a fucking island called Tenerife. Uh, yeah, I feel like... I feel like all you can really do here is guard against it happening again. Because he's he's he has explicitly stated that he that he feels no remorse. He's a pretty so next time he like comes back and he's like, "Hey, can you just give me the room for five minutes? Like, really, five minutes this time?" He's like, "No, <laughs> not gonna do that." Would you 
if you were the sexiled man, would you like knock and be like, hey, knock it off. Let me back in. Yeah, definitely. Or would you be like, I'll bro code it up and sit here in silent cold. It really, I think it really depends. It, like, it depends where <laughs> my alternative to sleep is. In a hallway, at an outdoor hallway in Tenerife. Yeah, I'm not going to sleep outside for anybody. I don't care. I'll <laughs> you'll pound. I'll I'll knock on the door until somebody lets me in. But if like if if uh, I had to like go down to my friend's room and sleep on a couch, which he ended up doing, but he had to wait two hours for his friends to come back. Right. Yeah, I'd probably. I think. I don't know. I don't think I would have. <laughs> I don't think I would have left the room in the first place. Really. <laughs> That's sort of like. What do you do when you're on a? a uh, bachelor trip and you're sharing rooms. It seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely changed as I've gotten older though. There, I feel like there were times when I, when, when you, we were young, this was an expectation almost. Have you like, ever sexiled or been sexiled? I don't, I mean, not, definitely not in any like memorable way. I think there were, there were times when I that where we tried to sexile someone and it didn't work, and then you had to get your own hotel room or something. Yeah, you spent two hundred and forty dollars, like either failing to hook up or actually hooking, right, up. or having sex in a hallway somewhere. <laughs> like where, where this guy room. had to sleep is where I've probably ha- got to have sex. <laughs> the reverse sexile. Uh, but yeah, like there was. I mean, remember like did you have like an you're like freshman year of college. I remember all of my uh, my friends were on one floor and were like, oh, all right, so like if there's a rubber band or if there's a sock yeah, or a tie, a tie or whatever on the door, uh, that means like I'm getting laid. You got to wait. And then for an entire year, no one ever had anything <laughs> on their door. <laughs> there were no ties to be had that year. No. But you've had like, have you ever had like sex in a room and then like just assume the roommate was sleeping? That seems to be more prevalent than this full-on sex aisle. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I think that's happened to me before. Awesome. Thanks, man. Huge. Have you ever been that guy that's like, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can hear sex now. I would, like, that's the thing, though. Like, I would rather sleep in a room where two people were having sex <laughs> than have to, like, go outside and sit, like, wait in the hallway while they had sex. I can fall. I can sleep through that. There needs to be a system in place, basically. Yeah. Uh, I I think if you're in the room, you should not have to be roused and have to leave. Like if the room is occupied, you should, you, you can't kick someone out. But I think if like that dude went home first and had somebody over, you're, you're allowed to like, maybe be like, Hey, don't come back in right away. Sex doesn't take that long. Nice. (laughs) I know when I do it, it doesn't. (laughs) But uh, yeah, like going, having him ex, like sex out for an entire night when he had nowhere else to sleep. <laughs> they probably just passed out and he's like, shit, for yeah. three hours That's waiting. why I should have knocked. Um, all right. We are running out of time. Let's get to this fantasy basketball question real quick because it's right. kind of a funny question, but no real answer. Uh, Canadian dude, we'll call him Wayne Gretzky, uh, ended up auto-drafting his fantasy basketball team, and he ended up winning the league. I did feel sheepish about this because my team was auto-drafted. I made sure to keep quiet and not say much and enjoy the win to myself. But after the win, the guy who I beat in the finals made a couple comments regarding how my win was unfair because of the auto-draft and how I should be penalized for the win. I was understanding, but it's been months after my victory, and he still brings it up every time that there's a conversation about the upcoming year. My question is, how should I handle this? Should I keep quiet? Should I be more vocal? 
Was the auto draft win unfair? Most of the guys support me and are and are on my side, but there are two guys that give me grief about the win. Thanks about reading the question as I patiently wait for your advice. The, so for those of you who don't know, if you're not at the time, if you're not there to draft your team during a fantasy draft, the program will just give you the best available player. And it's usually considered a hard or bad thing. But if every team is so bad, the computer actually right. beats your friends, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which like, is embarrassing for them. Right. I think that you should just give it right back to these guys. Like, you you made all of your choices and you couldn't beat me. Yeah, you're Sorry, a human like, and you lost, lost to a Yahoo auto-draft function. Also, like, fantasy basketball, you have to set your lineups every day. You have to, like... It's a, it's an active thing. Like he, it's more than just the draft. Yeah, you probably like. I bet you had players that got injured. You had to like pick people up off the wire. Yeah. Maybe you made a trade or something. He does in the first paragraph. He says he made a trade, uh, getting rid of Curry and getting Kawhi. So that also helped him. Yeah. What do you thought? Yeah. Tell all your friends to fucking suck suck it, dude. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, suck it, friends. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, suck it. Actually, just play this for them. Hey, friends, suck it. <laughs> you're, the way you're gesturing to your crotch is like your hand is really small. I'm doing the suck it, but I can only you're, use my one left small hand. Your hand is tiny. And my, you're, my you're, wrist is... is you're stump, you're, you're supine on the couch. Curved. Your stomach is, is out. Suck it. You're motioning <laughs> towards the left part of your belly. Balls, not, yeah. not even uh, your balls. Above it. Yeah. yeah. Like, just over your navel. To be sucking it. I don't think you know what suck it is. <laughs> suck it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Unstick your fingers. They're so tightly wound. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing in. If you have your own questions, your own theme songs, it's all if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by Elise. This closing one is written by a theme. It's a theme song based on a true story. Shout out to Sammy on the piano. I have nothing to plug, but we recently started a band and would like feedback on our name. Barely legal. What do you think about that for a band name? Not great. Too pornographic. Yeah, hard to find. (laughs) Hard to find for a name of a band. Yeah, a searching barely legal is not going to yield results related to your band. And then it says, P.S. Our band also does porn, so maybe... A little two-for-one action. All right, cool. That uh, works then. All right, thanks, Cole. Thanks, Elise. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Ciao. Peace. podcast.